This is CliffCentral.com. Ah, nothing beats getting a new puppy. But it's not all snuggles and cuteness overload. Here are our experts' best tips. Welcome to Pause for Thought, brought to you by PetHeaven.ca.za, your one-stop online pet shop. Pet Heaven's scheduled deliveries will not only save you time and money, but will take all the hassle out of remembering to buy pet food. Go to PetHeaven.co.za now and sign up to the newsletter to get the best deals on a wide selection of toys, treats and accessories. So let's chat a little bit about getting a new puppy. I have a new puppy. Help. Yes. And it's more the humans that need training at this point. Very much so. Especially right in the beginning where you're mm-hmm. preparing your home, etc. Yes. The perfect person to speak to about this is Kathy Clayton, renowned dog trainer in South Africa. So what can I do to my home to prepare it for the homecoming of my puppy? Right. Well, this little puppy is going to chew and get into all your things. So you need to houseproof, puppy proof your house. And I usually say to people, if it's an open plan, go and buy some baby gates or get some of these fencing that you can get from these plastic shops. They have little play pens and you put that up, you lean that up so that the puppy's not going to go into areas where you don't want it to go. It's very important because they will go and chew and uh, your carpets and your furniture and things. So barricade off areas where you don't want the puppy to, to go. So obviously there are things that those can be used for um, for certain areas like um, blocking off steep stairs. Yes, very much so. Uh, where you don't want your puppy to fall mm-hmm. downstairs before he's learnt. Yes. And swimming pool areas. Yes. What I did for mine when I got my puppy, I, I, I just went and bought some droppers from the hardware, got some mesh and put that around the pool so they couldn't go and fall in the swimming pool. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and probably making sure that your cupboards lock so that your shoes yes. aren't yes. <laughs> out and, and tempting, tempting and to the puppy. Start being very tidy. Mm. You've got to learn, like you say, lock the cupboards or learn to put your things away. Because if you don't put them away and the puppy chews them, you can only blame yourself. You can't blame the puppy. Let's do a bit of a shopping list. So what are the basics that I need for my puppy before I can bring it home? Um, The first thing you need to do, if you are getting it from a breeder, the breeder will need to tell you what you're going to need, particularly food. So you, And if you're a rescue center, they will probably tell you what the puppy's been eating. Uh, breeders will tell you what the puppy's been eating. Go and get that food so you've got it there at home. Because you want to try and stick to the same diet, right? Absolutely. So they're no upsets. Yes, otherwise the dog's going to have a bad tummy if you suddenly change the food. Mm. Um, you need to get a water bowl, a food bowl. I like puppies to have a light collar on them just so that uh, they get used to something on their neck. And it's, it's just something I like on a, mm. a little collar. light little collar on a puppy, it can help. And you can sort of... Take your finger and grab and say, ah, don't do that, (laughs) you know, when they're being a bit naughty. Yeah. You'll also need a leash for the puppy. And if you're going to get a harness, a lot of people are using harnesses these days, then you'll get that as well. And would you suggest putting a little tag on at this point? Oh, yes, yes. Though these days most puppies are getting microchipped. Mm -hmm. But I also believe, and that's why I ask for a collar, that the puppy gets used to a collar. You can put a little tag on because the first thing I look at if I see a, a lost dog is, is there some form of identification on it? Yeah. If there's not, then you take it to the vet, which is quite a hassle. But if yeah. it's got an identification on it, you can immediately phone the owner. 
I've often seen people who will see a dog with with a collar on it walking mm. around near a restaurant area, say. Yes. And if it, if there's no collar, they just leave it. If yes. there's no tag, yes, they just leave the mm. dog. I like some so form of identification. Good to have both. Yes. And obviously, microchipping happens a little bit later in the pet's life, but not too late. Some of them have it before they even leave. Uh, my puppy was done at the breeder. The breeder did it before I even got it. Okay, so we've got food, um, we've got a lead, we need um, a collar, we need bedding. Yes, oh, sorry, yes, they do need a nice, comfortable bed. Um, a lot of people are going to put their puppies in their own bed, uh-huh. which that's your decision. I don't say you can't do that, but you might find it a bit uncomfortable if it's a large breed and starts kicking you out the bed later on in life. But a nice, soft little bed for the puppy um, would be a good thing. And some people like crates. They will crate train their dogs. So um, they'll make it – it becomes like their little home. They will put a soft bed inside, put the puppy in when it comes – um, and then at night time, when the puppy gets restless, they can open the crate, take the puppy out, does its business, put it back in. You can get a puppy house trained very quickly in a crate. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everything's contained. It has its, its food there, its, um, or its water rather, its bowl, yes. its yes. Uh, uh, bed, maybe those puppy training mats. You you can buy them. They're a bit expensive, mm. and a lot of puppies chew them. Okay. <laughs> I always say to people, you can actually make your own puppy pads. Yeah. You can put newspaper down, and when the puppy wheezes on it, you take it outside, put it on the line, dry it, but bring it back inside, and it's the smell that stimulates the dogs to come inside. Okay. I mean, to use the newspaper. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then you get, I mean, for a puppy, sure, a little bed that's mm. soft um, and spongy. Yes. And what about like a futon or you now get these um, canvas beds yes. which are off of the ground? Those are nice. They For are, when they're a little older. Yes, yes. But you can start a puppy on them. Um, just be careful that if it's a teeny puppy, it doesn't fall off, mm. <laughs> you know, because of the height. But those are nice because they're not directly on the ground, so they're not getting the cold. Mm. The other problem that we have with Beds, these lovely soft beds, is a lot of puppies chew them. So mm-hmm. the owners come back and there's the stuffing all over the place, mm-hmm. you know, like the bed exploded, mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to happen. And uh, yes, it, some puppies leave their bedding, some puppies don't. Yeah, just got to deal with it and eventually mm-hmm. find a material that's sort of uh, harder and, yes. and more difficult to get into. Yes. Okay, in terms of toys, what mm-hmm. are we looking at? You know, and it's not a good idea, even though dogs love shoes, to give him an old shoe. It would probably be better to give him a rubber toy. Unless it's a very old shoe that you have no, no more um, use of. This is where I differ with a lot of people. I believe you give the dog their own toy. And then if they're picking up yours, you say, ah, come, 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 come and have yours. And very okay. soon the puppy learns this is mine and I'm going to leave my owner's belongings alone. Okay. So I don't personally have a problem with giving a dog a really old shoe that they've taken and loved to bits and then they can leave the rest of the shoes alone. The other big thing is everybody, these sharp little teeth, so they run out and they buy the hardest toys possible and the Mm. dog goes, nah, don't want to play with them. I'm going to take your carpets, your cushions and things. Dogs have to have soft toys. Okay. It is really important. And yes, they're going to take the stuffing out. You put that stuffing back in again and they take it out, put it in, take it out, put it in. Mm Mm-hmm. It's the fun of that toy. It's mm. the game. Okay. And if the head comes off, it's another toy, and the arm comes off, it's another <laughs> toy. What fun. But they really need soft toys because that's what they want in their mouth. Right. Mm. Okay. So hard and soft toys, a good mixture of both. 
Is there anything that we need to prep for, in, like um, for flea medication? or? Um... Yes, you've got to be careful, though. Some flea medication you can't give to puppies. Mm-hmm. So you need to speak to the vet and say what is safe to put on a puppy. And they will tell you which is a good product to use. Because if you are in an area where there are lots of fleas or ticks particularly, yeah. there, there can also be a big problem there. And don't think that if your puppy doesn't leave or your dog doesn't leave the garden, it's not going to get a tick. These birds, the Ardies, bring in the, the ticks. Okay. Mm. Okay. Um, now to socializing and training. Mm. We've, we've spoken a little bit about <coughs> socializing your, your puppy. Mm. Would we now be able to take home these techniques and start practicing at home? Yes. So we can, it's all good and well going to a trainer, but now you, we're talking about pets in the home. Yes. And this is where we need to now enforce those um, things that we've learned as humans. Anything that you learn at a training needs to be put into the home situation. That's why I call it basic home obedience because you've got to take if you, whatever you're learning, go home and uh, apply it in the home. We teach the dog stays. Now the best place to train, to, to practice your stays is by the front door. So the dog learns mm. to stay, it doesn't run out, doesn't jump on people. These are things that, that you take from the training and you put them into your home. I have fabulous dogs that come that have gone to training and then I get called in for a behavioral consult because they're being naughty. And I say, well, you went to training. Yeah, but that's training. And they were fabulous on the field. <laughs> I say, no, you have to put it into practice at home. Yeah. I mean, the poor thing can't distinguish which no. is, you know, no. which is which. Um so now in terms of with the training, we, we're going to be giving the dog little healthy treats. Yes. How, how many is too many? In the beginning, you're going to give quite a few treats because you really want the dog to go, whoa, I want to work for them. Then you can start easing off because you don't want a dog to spend the rest of his life saying, I'm not going to sit until I get a treat. Mm. They will soon learn that you can, they can sit, they get a good, good dog command. Yeah. Um, if you're giving quite a lot of treats, you shouldn't overdo it. Yes, I agree with that. But you then go to their food and you take a little bit of their food out so mm-hmm. that you're not giving them a full complement of food so they don't get too fat with, with the treats. And getting too fat, let's talk about exercise. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, all, all dogs need to be exercised, mm-hmm. but you've got to be very careful with puppies. You do not take them out too early. You do not run a dog on a road, a puppy particularly, until they're at least one or even older because you can do damage to their shoulders. Their bones are growing and now you're thumping, you know, into a good run. So you've got to let them develop, mm-hmm. their, their whole bodies to develop before you start running. Mm-hmm. Certainly you don't take like a three-month or a four-month-old and go for a long dr- run with your dog. Yeah. It's just you can't do that. So exercise would then mainly be playing around the garden yes. together. Yeah. It's what we call free play. Yeah. If a dog is running like a maniac – in the park or in the garden, that's their own free play. And it's even then you've got to look at it, but it's, it's okay. You're not pounding the streets mm. with that dog. And um, maybe a different type of exercise and perhaps also when the, the dog is a little older, um, mm. what about swimming? Swimming's excellent, excellent for, for dogs. If you can put them in your own swimming pool and get them to, to swim up and down in summertime, that's brilliant. There are physios and people these days that you can go and do hydrotherapy with your dog to build up stamina and to help them with their, their, their bone growth. I know one particular physio who has classes for puppies to build up the strength in them. And um, I think puppies or dogs at home who are already swimming, adult yes. dogs will teach the little ones oh, to, yes. to do that too. But some dogs get scared of water. So mm. people say to me, how do I get my dog used to a swimming pool? Well, you've got to get in. You've got to gently take the puppy in and, and be very calm about it. Come and have a swim. Um, 
this fallacy that you take them to the deep end and you drop them in and they got to swim, you're just going to terrify the living daylights out of a puppy. Mm. And I suppose it could quite well be breed specific. Very much so. Yeah. Yes. The, the labs breeds. and the goldens and anything in the gun dog group usually like water. But on the other hand, so do German shepherds and so do border collies. They are mad for water. Mm. And then you'll get the exception to the rule. Yes. Where there's just maybe a dog that doesn't usually like swimming according to its breed, which yes. happens to love water. Yes. You just got to be careful. There are a few terrier breeds that actually sink. They, okay. they just are not Goodness buoyant in me. water. Yes. So you got to be very careful. You know, you put your puppy in and go down to the bottom of the swimming pool. <laughs> and yeah, just a safety technique with yes. that. I've seen, um, and, and in case your dog does happen to get into a swimming pool mm. area, mm. um, are those rubber boards or plastic boards which they hang are, the side of the pool? There are ramps, ramps that you can get. There are a couple of specialist shops that sell them or online you can get them. And they put them, as you say, ramp into the water and then you teach the dog to scramble to get out. Mm. What I also suggest to people at my puppy classes, I say if you've got um, steps but they're too deep for a puppy or an adult dog, you can just put a few bricks in. Mm-hmm. So you build your own steps and then you always have to show your puppy how and your adult dog how to get out of the swimming pool if they do fall in. What sort of food are we looking at for a, a little puppy? How long do they need to be on soft food for, say? The puppy will be on soft food, uh, well, they will drink from their mother, and then around about, I think, four four weeks on, they start giving them solids, um, and then they're on solids from, from there on. As I say, a breeder will tell you what they have been feeding the dog, and a good rescue scheme should also be saying, this is what we've been feeding mm-hmm. the puppy. And there are some very good foods on the market these days, and I know overseas food that coming in from overseas is quite expensive, mm-hmm. but there's some good local uh, food that you can get. There are a lot of people these days that are into natural feeding, (laughs) raw feeding. And I have friends who do it and they say it's fabulous and what a big difference it makes in their dogs. I personally don't do it because I actually don't have time. (laughs) Yeah, and and it can be expensive in itself. Exactly. It's expensive in itself and it has to be done correctly because if you don't get that balance right, you're then depriving your dog of certain natural vitamins and minerals that Mm. they're not getting. So I just leave it to the dog food. Um, yeah, I'm the lazy one, and I use the the dog food. Yeah, well, I mean, with pellets, etc., you've mm. you you've also got the assurity that their teeth are being um, yes. cleaned nicely by mm. eating the food and yes. getting dental stimulation from that as well. Mm. Um, okay, so now we have our puppy at home. He's yes. got everything he needs, and visitors start arriving. Yes. How do we train our dog not to jump up or to get overly excited? Obviously, as a tiny puppy, mm. you know, you kind of bypass that, especially when visitors are really excited to pick up and hold the dog? Well, I tell them not to. Okay. <laughs> the biggest problem is is the humans. It's not the puppy. Yeah. The humans teach the dog how to jump and that. So your visitor arrives and they go, oh, go, 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 such a good puppy. And as you say, they lift it up, they kiss it, they cuddle it. And, of course, the puppy learns, this is nice. I need to get to the face. That's where I get all the kisses and the cuddlies. Mm-hmm. So what I generally say to people is just put the puppy on a lead or put it down and ask your visitors to go down and be calm. Mm. The calmer you are, the calmer will make the puppy. When you're excited, the dog gets excited, and that's when they jump and they turn over and they wee on it, you know, they out of mm-hmm. excitement and mm. things. Calm, calm, calm. Everything you should be doing with a puppy should be making it calm, mm. not exciting it. And as I say, a little light lead and you're holding the puppy and it's trying to jump. You're just holding it, you know, down. You say, please just go down to my puppy and keep it calm on the floor. 
Okay, well, sounds like it's a good starting um, strategy mm. for, for bringing home a puppy. And it certainly is an, an exciting time. It's almost like being an expectant mom or dad. <laughs> you, you end up buying toys and perhaps even clothes and mm. things like that. Absolutely. It's a wonderful time to have puppies. But I just also feel too many people have an emotive. They buy the mm. dog and an emotive. The puppy, they sort of see it in the pet shop or they see it online and, oh, I've got to have that puppy. And they don't do their homework. That yeah. Will it fit into their household? What is it actually bred to do? Is it going to dig your garden up? Mm-hmm. You know, And they need to know these things because once you've got the puppy, now you're stuck with it. Well, not stuck, but I mean, you've got the puppy, you need to do it's something. It's a commitment that you made. It's a commitment, yeah. yes. Yeah. And um, I have many people that say, Ooh, if I'd known about this dog, I wouldn't have got it. Yeah. And that's the sad reality. It is. Um, and and it's always left to other people to pick up the pieces then. Yes. For instance, the miniature pincher that I have, mm. he, he was abandoned as a puppy because he was just too energetic. They can yes. be very difficult mm. to, to control and they really yes. do work on your nerves when they're babies. Very much so. Um, and how many puppies they come, they're so cute in that. And the highest intake in rescues are from about six months onward because mm. now they're naughty and things are going wrong and they're biting the children or they're jumping or chewing or, or whatever. They land up in the rescue because the owners can't, this puppy's no longer cute. Mm. It's now being a pain. So At least we know that there is training and training works. Yes. And that there is this option and it's it's quite accessible. Mm. It's quite affordable. And it can actually be fun for the owner and for the mm. for the dog. And people mustn't think because they've got a tiny breed, you don't train them. Tiny breeds need to be trained. The, you know, small dogs need training. Most people think, oh, I've got a Rottweiler or a German Shepherd. Whoop, oops, to training. Mm. But actually the young, the little dogs need a lot of training as mm-hmm. well. So don't neglect the training if you have a small dog. And also if you have a small dog, treat it like a dog. Yes, don't yes. wear it in your handbag. <laughs> yes, I agree. I call them armpit dogs or handbag dogs. Yeah. Yes. Mm. They, 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 they want are. to be dogs. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I always think these, the little dogs think they're Rottweilers on small legs and uh, they act like it when they run up to a big dog. <laughs> okay. I think we've covered mm. pretty much on, on getting a new puppy. Um, unless there's anything else that you think we should add in there. Just do your homework on the breeds. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with a, Breeder, I know there's a lot these days about rescue, 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 but uh, there are some very responsible, good breeders. And um, do your homework. If you're going to get a rescue, that's fantastic. If you're going to get a a dog from a breeder, just get it from a reputable breeder Mm. because there are some fantastic ones out there. And it's definitely possible to um, research a breed even if you are getting a rescue. Yes. You you may know very well that it's – it has terrier tendencies mm-hmm. or it's a terrier cross. Yes. Um, and often the, the dogs are quite well-bred and, and very obviously German Shepherds. Yes. Um, so you can do your research for mm-hmm. rescues as well. To finish off, frequently asked questions about pets with trainer and behaviorist Kathy Clayton. Pets don't need vaccinations. Pets do need vaccinations. They need to be vaccinated, especially puppies. You go through the puppy vaccination routine. But these latest developments are that puppies, uh, dogs don't need to have yearly in vaccinations year after year after year over year for, say, 13 odd years of the dog's life. What they do now is they do their vaccinations, maybe one more set at, say, a year, but then they're now waiting for about three years or, or more before they do a revaccination. Obviously, rabies is a different thing you've got to, but even that one, it's been always a three-year 
waiting between vaccinations. But now there is a time limit between vaccinations. You don't have to go yearly. Speak to you a bit. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pause for Thought, brought to you by petheaven.co.za. Never run out of pet food again with Pet Heaven's super convenient scheduled deliveries. Shop today and get 20% off your first scheduled delivery of premium pet products to your door. This is CliffCentral.com.